All right, y'all. So we did this episode a little different. We were kind of already in mid-conversation whenever we were like, oh, we didn't actually do the whole intro. So we're just going to kind of throw you straight into the mix right now. <laughs> okay, so my favorite. So, uh, okay, so when we say Marvel movie, I'm also taking this out of the MCU. So I think Logan was actually probably my favorite Marvel movie all, out of all of them. But I feel Ooh. like it doesn't all, all the time get included in those conversations. Logan was top tier, top notch to me. Um, That's a good one. Eternals was also pretty good, but they had some plot holes that I didn't necessarily care for. Um, the X-Men movies are also usually really good, except for I would say like the last couple. Um, I'm trying to think of what, Days of Future Past, X-Men Days of Future Past is probably my favorite of those. That one is OD, that's crazy. Yeah, because uh, honestly, and this this shouldn't be an unpopular opinion, but I'm gonna say it anyway. X Men way better than the Avengers. They just are. Ooh. They're more they're more interesting. Avengers would get dog walked if I'm being quite honest too. But I'm gonna go ahead and say that Thor and the Hulk are really the only two that kind of give them a shot. And even then, really just Thor. The Hulk? Oh, I don't know about this. Hey, I mean, I he still he still could get handled honestly about a good bit of the X Men. Yeah. The That's what I'm saying. Even saying he gives them a, a chance is being a little too generous, kind of. Yeah, it, it's so much diversity in the X-Men, like in terms yeah. of their powers, their origin stories. I will agree with you that their stories, their storylines are A+. Plus. Like their backstories, how they came to be powers, the conflicts that they go through. Now nah, that's mm-hmm. X-Men or Avengers. I don't know. What you think, man? I'm honestly, I'm honest with you, I'm not even the biggest like Marvel fan. Like, and I think I'd be missing stuff. Like in these conversations, all I know is Spider Man. I think somebody told me the other day Batman ain't Marvel. So there you have it. Oh God. Uh, yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm completely out of it. I like Spider Man generally. I wasn't the biggest fan of this one. Uh, I like Iron Man, and that's about it. But I miss all like the United and the, all of them together. So. Cause I went to saw one, I think that was like back in like what 2013, 14. I forgot which one. I think it was Avengers or something. And I was like, I didn't realize how much if you don't follow it, you'll be so lost. And so I was completely lost. I didn't know what was going on. So during this one, I was kind of there. I was kind of treating it like a TV show. It's like I was watching it, but I'm looking at my phone because I just it just didn't float my boat, I guess you could say. Yeah. But the fact that it's just one big continuous story with Marvel, like that's some great storytelling because they all like intertwine. And even with the cutscenes too, but there's did you see the the end credits like the different yeah scenes? yeah oh no that was good. that's gonna be crazy hey, they're about to go crazy with the whole multiverse and stuff. Do y'all feel um, like it was a good idea for them to uh, have it specifically in theaters? Because I noticed that they didn't do the uh, streaming thing. Like you know they've done a lot like with that Will Smith movie that dropped. So you can catch it on HBO or you go to theaters. I thought it was a good idea just because it definitely brought the people out. Well, um, Disney actually just got up a lawsuit because they did that. That's why they only did it in theaters this time. Because um, Scarlett Johansson, who played Black Widow, they yeah. released her movie on Disney Plus and in theaters. But obviously, you know, it's cheaper to see it on Disney Plus. So she basically made the argument in court that she lost out on like a whole bunch of money because they didn't show it in theaters. Yeah. And so they ended up having to run her a check, but I think it was something like 60 million. It was some huge sum of money. So they was like, yeah, nah, we ain't playing them games no more. Yeah, because she, she was supposed to get, or she got the money that was made off of the ticket sales. And at mm-hmm. the time, she was only thinking that it was going to be in theaters. 
And then they say, yeah. okay, we're going to release on HBO Max too. Yeah, I bet she lost a whole bunch of money doing that. Recoup she got it back though. Recoup. I got it back. Shout out yeah. the lawyers of the world. <laughs> back to what y'all were saying about uh, the Spider-Man movie. So you said it wouldn't be in like your top Marvel movies for theirs? So, okay, so it is up there. I think it was a great movie, but I wouldn't, people are saying like, oh, it's the best Marvel movie. So I wouldn't say all that. That's a bit of a stretch. I that, think, what were you saying? That's interesting because in my, from my point of view, I thought it was one of the best Marvel movies. Like, I don't know if I could say number one, that discussion you were saying about like Logan's up there. You brought up Logan. That's a really good one. Um, I really like Falcon in the, no, not Falcon, the Winter Soldier. Um, what's the one with the Winter Soldier and Bucky? Oh, the Winter Soldier. Or like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that one was yeah, fine. And then obviously the end game, um, the Avengers, those are good. But man, this one was up here. Like I thought that it had everything that you wanted, everything that you needed, even though we kind of knew that the two other Spider-Mans were coming. Well, is this spoilers or I feel like everyone knows at this point. But uh with the two uh, other spider coming back. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone like knew that part was coming, but like they just made it perfect how they did it. So yeah, I thought that it gave the audience everything that they needed but i don't know i would be surprised to see like a much better marvel film than that one yeah i was surprised to see uh, the other guys because one of the I, I wish like and obviously it's not a visual podcast so i can't like pull up a photo of them but one of the guys when i saw I was like, oh here makes he reminds me of whenever it was the one where uncle ben was in it or whatnot mm -hmm. and so yeah yeah i definitely enjoy seeing that and it's kind of been all, all over twitter too so if it is a spoiler, we we apologize from dominate the decade to you. Yeah, nah. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I thought it was great too, but my thing was, it's if you are well, this that wasn't a spoiler. I just hate, and I'm gonna say this without giving away too much. I hate when characters do things that if they thought about it for like two more seconds, it would just be a really dumb idea. Mm. <laughs> like I feel like second chances were given when if a certain person didn't just thought about that for maybe another two seconds or like maybe even compared it to people that they interacted with they wouldn't have given them that second chance because clearly this is not a good person mm. you're like you should be smart enough to know that this isn't a good person mm. uh and so that was the only thing that i had to like kind of wrestle with because it's not like it's his first you know first time going up against a bad guy like you don't give all your bad guys a second chance why is it that you choose to do that for these yeah. so that's the part that I didn't understand. But then the rest of it, 10 out of 10. Yeah, I know exactly what you're alluding to. And that was definitely a, a character point where you're like, why are you doing this? <laughs> or this movie could be ended within like 30 minutes, honestly, if this yeah. happened. But yeah, hey man, they gotta make money somehow. Really, and it did. And I'm probably gonna go see it again, so. Yeah, it, it's been two times that I've seen it now. I'm glad that I saw it the second time. I actually just saw it last night. But I'm glad that I saw it the second time because you can always fill in those holes and say, oh, man, this was already coming and you can see it here. I meant to do that with Fast and Furious, Cam. I meant to go see it. And also, I have a bad issue of falling asleep during movies. And so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely helps you connect the dots. But uh, but so I guess Spider-Man, any other movies that y'all thought that kind of came out this year that kind of blew up the expectation or I guess that y'all are kind of anticipating? Yeah, I guess I'm we can I was gonna say Marvel and just kind of continuing the train. Marvel with content this year has been like top notch because they had 
this uh, Spider-Man, obviously, they had Eternals, which is a good movie. They had um, Shang-Chi, another good movie. They had Locus, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, they dropped thing after thing after thing, and each thing was, like, perfect. Well, I'm not going to say perfect, but, like, all of them were at least decent at best. Like, none of them were bad, you know? Yo, they got content for days this year. And, and the thing last year, they ended off with um, Soul, the movie Soul. Remember mm-hmm. that came out right before the end of the year. And then they went on this crazy run in 2021 where they dropped so much content, good content at that. Hey, we, we talk about dominating the decade. Disney has dominated a whole century, honestly. It looks like they've been the same thing. It is so funny because I can imagine the people who work at the company are like creatives, like it's like come in for a meeting. It's like, we need y'all like never before, especially with everybody being, you know, at home on the app and stuff and how, you know, the virus is going up and down. It's like, look here, we'll pay, name your price. Just get the creatives, make sure it's good content. And I would say part Disney Plus has probably seen a, a lot of increase in, you know, amount of people who have uh, chose to uh, get with it. Probably, I know there's a lot of packages and stuff too. Uh, you know, it's like you get this or you get this too. But it seems like they're probably getting a lot more people on that platform, which I know is probably what they wanted in the first place. Um, and honestly, I'm sorry, what are you saying, Josh? No, I, I was about to say that outside of the Spider-Man movie, like Marvel, Shang-Chi was gas too. I really enjoyed oh, Shang-Chi. Absolutely. Like storytelling, cinematography, the cor- the fight choreography, like all of it, Perfect. the top notch. Perfect. Go ahead, though. No, but I was thinking, like, y'all know I'm a history nerd, so I have to tie everything back to some sort of educational lesson. <laughs> but um, it's just interesting to me to think about, like, how, so y'all know, like, they had, like, the Black Plague and, like, how that, like, obviously killed, like, a whole bunch of people. But, like, the Renaissance happened, like, kind of coming out of that. Yeah. Like, do y'all think that COVID is going to have, like, kind of the same effect where, like, we're just going to have, like, this whole, like, artistic movement where, like, people are just doing, like, top-notch, like, artistic things, scientific things, like, that whole sort of a thing? Mm-hmm. That's a big question. I I know my answer, and I definitely think so. Like, I think we are entering slash have entered into the creative age, like with how things are going with the internet and how much access to information and how much you're able to unleash like your creativity. I definitely feel like it's going to be a change of that because I mean, we've seen, of course, we had to shut down for a year. And then this year was kind of like a, we kind of shut down, not really, but um now people get so much time to explore their interest and develop their skills too so I feel like um like going forward people are just going to be like hey I was doing this before I have the time to do this or maybe I haven't put too much time towards this let me do this now and then you're just going to see that compound in the future I definitely think it's uh we're headed towards a renaissance um with the economy, how it's going right now, of course, inflation concerns are a little bit different, but nah, I think we're we're trending up. Yeah, no, I, was, I agree with you. Uh, just off the sense of, I think for so long, people have kind of, you know, granted people still work, you know, you got bills to pay and stuff, but where people for so long have been used to, you know, just working a 12 hour shift or 10 hour ever keep it moving. But those that have kind of hopped in that creative space has figured out there's a lot of money in it. And so it's become very hard for these very same people to go right back to doing what they were doing if they have some creativity or they develop some momentum in it. And that's why, obviously, I think we also have a problem with uh, people working jobs. Cause like people got, I think I was at a job and the guy said, we're, at the, we're in the living in the period instead of like the great migration, he said the great resignation. And it's like, because people are quitting. It's like, if I don't feel like doing this no more, but I've tapped into something else, I'll move off of it and work into my creativity. And there's plenty of money. Cause even, you know, YouTube is, you can monetize your YouTube and TikTok and Instagram reels and all the other things. Absolutely.
But no, I was just curious about that just because, like I said, it's just interesting for me to like look at like trends and stuff like that. And then obviously with the amount of content, just looking at Disney alone, and there's plenty of other people are dominating like their own fields of like music, sports, business, all this sort of stuff. But like just thinking of like I said, specifically Disney and how like they really, like we've already talked about, put out such consistently good content and like are already geared enough to do even more like moving forward. Like I just thought it was an interesting thing to think about, you know? Yeah, no, it, it's cool to see how individual events kind of affect history going forward. And maybe you don't realize it in the time, but like definitely looking back, you can see, okay, this happened, then this happened. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, um, with the Harlem Renaissance, like what was before that? But I remember learning- The flu, actually. The what? The Spanish flu. Oh man, you, you got to break this one down. Oh, boom. So literally like the last major pandemic we had was the Spanish flu, which is basically like COVID. And that was in like, I believe it was- Yes. So, ooh, okay. I'm nerding out right now. So it actually is one of the things that helped end World War One, uh, because so many people were getting sick. They're just like, we physically can't fight a war because like half our soldiers are sick. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was in like 1917-ish. The yeah. Harlem Renaissance would have been at the start of the 1920s. So like we literally like ended a pandemic, go right into like this mass, you know, awakening of like all these sorts of arts and crafts, and not arts and crafts, but like arts and, you know, music and stuff like that. Yo, I thought about that if you asked that question, but yeah. How long did the Spanish flu last anyway? Uh, that I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, we can do but some. I know, I know kind of when it was, but I don't know when it ended. We can do some real-time fact-checking. I will uh, look that up in the background. But that's so crazy, Gary. It's like the fact that we had this pandemic before, leading into the 20s too, like the 1920s, but now it's the 2020s and it's kind of the same thing, so. Hey, fingers crossed that we get another Harlem Renaissance. That would be great. Yeah. Okay, so I got it. Uh, the 1918 influenza uh, in the United States was first identified in military personnel in spring 1918, and it lasted from about 1918 to 1919. Oh, about a year. Hey, we already beat that, man. We, yeah, we, I'm telling you. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, all right, so right now, you know, mass, no mass, trying to figure it out. We got all this science and technology. Can you imagine what it was like back then? Like doctors weren't like an everyday type thing. You couldn't just go to the doctor, couldn't go to the yard, get on the vent or anything like that. It's like people probably, I'm assuming, just kind of dropping left and right. And it's like, yo, what is really going on here? Yeah. And everything is kind of like word of mouth because obviously no internet, no cell phones, nothing. And you hear that there's this virus coming. You got to take it um, for face value. You got to do everything to protect yourself. And the other thing to think about too is like, how available was stuff like, you know, indoor plumbing, like washing your hands, like to us, obviously that's just something you're just supposed to do. Back then that was like a very new concept really, like taking a bath every day, like that was a new concept. So yeah. like, how does that factor into stuff? Like having like sewage, like people would literally just take their like bodily waste and just throw it in the street. That yeah. was the thing people did. So like, how different does that make things too? This is crazy. That's crazy that you say that because that's definitely very accurate. I was just reading this one book um, and they were talking about how Memphis, the city of Memphis was like this big booming city way back when, maybe in like the early 1800s or so. Um, but then they had this like flu epidemic breakout or whatever. And there was one guy that um, figured out that everything was transferring and the disease were transferring from all of the sewage that was running under the streets. And there was like, 
nothing that was stopping it from going into people's houses and everything. And then there, sorry for the graphics, but then there were like mosquitoes and stuff and that was transferring the virus. So just to think how much like health and safety and sanitation has played a factor in a, we have gripped the pandemic or it's not as bad as it would have been before. Like that's crazy to see. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. What was that? I, yeah, it doesn't have to do with waste or whatever. Whenever I think about like how far we've come as far as like, like guys, you can say kind of like cleaning up different things in that. Uh, y'all remember that book? I feel like everybody heard about it in middle school or high school about the meat plant when somebody went into the meat plant back. I think in like the fifties or the sixties. No, it no, no, it's not animal farm. I thought it was um the jungle. The jungle. Jungle. The jungle. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know what you're talking about, Darius. The Animal Farm, George Orwell book. But then there was also another book. I forget the guy, Matt. But um, yeah, he the went jungle. to the. Yes. He I think it's Now that I remember, yes. oh, Sinclair. Yeah, yeah. He went into the food plant, and then they were just treating all the meat different types of way. And right. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's where they get the food, like the food and drug administration. Did that come out of there? After that book or recently after it was one of those acts that came after that. Uh, so imagine like the stuff people was eating before then. If you didn't hunt for your own food, like you got to junk out the factory, it's like, ooh, you know. Mm. Oh, that's nasty, man. Dang, that's a lot of different stuff to think about though. So, <laughs> while you were saying that about the parallels between like 1919 and 2019, the where we are right now, it's crazy thing that we've been in this pandemic for two years now. <laughs> like it's it's going on two years at this point. I think I think we said it last year with me and uh, Josh were in uh, Ernest Wiggins class, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ernest Wiggins went to spring break, never came back. Ain't been the same since. <laughs> yeah, and this is supposed to be the year in review episode. So I know we haven't talked about too much in review, but dang, it, it is crazy to look back and say, man, it's been over a year and we're almost at two years now. Because it's last time came out of the pandemic. Say that one. Our first episode was still in the pandemic. Man, that shit's crazy. Hey, this is a pandemic podcast. It's looking like. <laughs> no, for sure. It was birthed in the pandemic. It's like it's lasting through it. And now we got this new, and it's like every time we think, okay, we're good. We almost out this joint, like numbers are down. What is it? What is this one that, that we're in right now called? Like this. Uh, Omicron. Omicron. And it's a beast. It, and like, obviously this isn't a good representation of all the people, but if you just look at like pro sports and how heavy in college sports too, how heavy is hit, it's like the effect is tremendous. It's like the whole team, then the next whole team, they've had to cancel a lot of bowl games and stuff too. Uh, so we're going to see how this thing kind of goes here. Yeah, I was watching um, the Celtics game last night and I saw that like eight out of the 15 players that are on our roster were like in some sort of health and safety precaution. And it was the same thing with the other teams. So it's it's wild to see that it looks exactly like it did when it first started. Yeah, yeah a lot of guys um, who've been maybe playing, or maybe the D League, but just free agents and stuff are getting signed. You see Isaiah Thomas, thinking of the Celtics back when he had that run with the Celtics. Isaiah Thomas signed at 10 day with the Lakers, I think it was. And you just got to, I think even J.R. Smith, who's out there at, is Jared Smith at North Carolina A&T now playing golf? I think so. Because he, yeah, he, he enrolled somewhere, right? Yeah, he's definitely one of the HBCUs. But even he was like, hey, NBA, I can still play. Like, call me up. And it's funny because, like, he puts that out there. But it's like, no, really. Like, hey, you need a three-point shooter. You might need to go get him because a lot of the dudes is, you know, going down with COVID and whatnot. I saw that he had a 4.0 or something like that. For real? Yeah, at AT&T. Sheesh. Uh, speaking of HBCUs, I guess we go ahead and mention this. I don't think any of the, either of y'all were there. Were, did either one of y'all, did y'all tune into the Jackson State, South Carolina State game? 
I didn't. I heard about it though. Yeah, oh, I, I think I also heard about it. And also, the listeners will notice that I've gotten a little quiet <laughs> the last yeah. couple. Of Sports is still not my thing. Oh, <laughs> but I am smiling and nodding. <laughs> hey, agreeing. Amen. Uh, but the Jackson State South Carolina State game that was crazy. It was on the biggest scene. I think that was like two Saturdays ago, maybe last Saturday. I did not expect. I, when I looked at the records, I saw I think South Carolina State was like six and six. I want to say Jackson State was either like 10 and one, 11 and one. They only lost one game. So to see South Carolina State put on like that for the bird and get the win in kind of dominating fashion, uh, definitely was uh, great to watch. They look good. I saw a couple of highlights of um, just this receiver going off. Oh, yeah. And I think this might have been the week of Thanksgiving or maybe after Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, his name was like Shaq something. But I was talking to my brother. Apparently, this man is my cousin. <laughs> like, what? Uh, yeah, because um, I have so much family down in the um, low country down there in Charleston and Walterboro. Um, and, you know, South Carolina State is in Orangeburg. But, yeah, my brother was telling me. He was like, hey, apparently that's our cousin. And I was like, hey, shout out. Big bro balling. <laughs> hey, hey, hit him up. Hey, bro, keep putting on for the city. Yeah, because I looked it up for the what's called. And he's from Somerville. And so they said he was a basketball talent that's kind of converted full-time over to football. And immediately I thought A.J. Green, because I remember watching A.J. Green whenever he was playing at Somerville High School, went to the state championship game at Colonial Life Arena. That was obviously before he went to Georgia and dominated. So shout out to Low Country and shout out to Burr. Yeah. Hey, what else has been going on this year that is worth, like, reviewing or reflecting on? How's this year been for y'all? Um... Darius, give get the people update on how uh, <laughs> you know I'm gonna throw it to you. Give the people an update on how uh, grass. Let me make going. it a little bit easier. Then let me say, um, on a scale of one to ten, what would you guys rank your 2021? Ooh, okay. Um, I would give it a solid seven. Okay. All right, wait, wait, wait. Hey, but now we got to back up because we're about to do the Kevin Samuels thing, like one to 10, but without seven, because seven is so, <laughs> such an average number. Like that doesn't tell you too much. Like, was it a good year or a bad year? So without seven. So, so well, I'm going to say, uh, I'll give the explanation and then hopefully that'll help me come out with a num numerical value to attach to it. Uh, so the year, I'm not going to say that it was a bad year because like, I'm in a much better spot right now than I was at the start of this year. I'm in a completely, literally in a completely different place. Uh, I went from, you know, living at home, working at Walmart, to now I'm in grad school in my own apartment, 300 miles away. Mm. Clap um, it up in the chat, clap it up in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> we, we making things happen, uh, doing big boy things. Uh, but I mean, obviously like a lot of negative stuff happened this year too that I'm not, you know, going to dwell on too much, but uh it happened and it happened and um here now. Uh, so that's why I'm saying like it's still overwhelmingly positive, but the negatives are still there. So that's why I was saying like, you know, seven, maybe an eight, uh, 7.5 if Mr. Samuels will let me get away with that one. But uh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I'm overall doing well. Um I can't really complain too too much these days. Now that's that's real. Sorry about the the dog noise. That's one of the things that I had happened over the year I got a dog but nah that's real and I feel like uh that's kind of the the cool thing about a year so much happens so much growth happens like you end up being at a completely different space hopefully at the end of, of the year like mind space 
Um, but yeah, man, it sounds like you had a whole bunch of growth. Yes, for sure, for sure. Now all of it was, well, first off, I don't feel like, I was gonna say that not all of the growth has been comfortable, which I think is kind of the point, but um, so yeah, grateful for everything. Hey, I got a quote for that one. They say, uh, I used to put on my story all the time. They say the comfort zone is a beautiful place, but don't nothing grow there. So mm. that, that, that quote has resided with me. You probably post it like once a week to constantly remind people, but y'all know I got a hundred thousand quotes. So anytime I get the opportunity, I got to say one. You gotta have it, man. What about you though? One to 10, no seven. I get 8.1, mm. 8.1. I had a lot of dope, you know, like the internship ESPN, that was cool. Had a lot of lows in between. Oh, it's so funny. I think Instagram does a great job of this. It's like you show the highlights, but that in between be a beast between the before the next highlight, if you will. But okay. I think it's been a great year. I would say like, I would call it, if I had to title the year of 2021, yeah, because we're going to 2022, it's been the year of preparation. It's been mm-hmm. a long year of preparation. So I say 8.1 because at least I've had something I've been kind of working towards. And, you know, that kind of gives you a little bit of energy to every day and kind of go towards it. So 2021 preparation. 2022, we knock it out of the park. Mm. I like how you put that, man. It's, it's probably good to title the years. Maybe you need to write them down or something. So every year you can look back and say, hey, this was the year of this. Yeah. What about you, Josh? Man, one to 10, no seven. I'll probably put it in that same range as y'all. Like I'll, I'll say an eight, an 8.5. I think like you, Darius, I had a lot of growth. Um, I went from living at home to living in my own place now. Um, I mean, work-wise, I mean, I've been at the place that I've been at for uh, over a year now. So I feel like coming into this year, it was going to be a lot more growth. That was definitely on the on the path for me to start. But that growth, much like you, Matt, is uncomfortable sometimes and yeah. a lot of learning, a lot of, dang, I feel like I'm stupid, <laughs> um, a lot of stuff like that. But that, man, I'm still completely blessed I, I feel really good to be um, in the position that I am in the place that I am so I can't say that it's uh too bad at all but definitely had those uncomfortable moments those moments like dang why I gotta go through this like so I don't know it, it's a lot of up and down but still a positive year looking forward to the next year if I had to put a name on it I would say this year was like a sowing season like yeah you're, you're planting the seeds for um a greater harvest down the line yeah it's interesting when you were talking about being kind of uncomfortable it kind of made me think of this thing it's like i've kind of gotten to the point in life it's funny i'm saying this at 23 years old (laughs) but it's like be as kind of as comfortable as much as possible i feel like at this age and then so you'll be a whole bunch you know be a whole bunch more well-rounded as we continue to get older because it's like i'd rather be uncomfortable now a lot of times having to be in front of other people and they kind of help you out then to kind of later on be having to get uncomfortable now you're a little bit older here and the stakes are a little bit higher you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. that always is i think always a good idea and i guess we'll see what what results come from it i feel like i gotta get my title now too y'all and i'll preach me <laughs> <laughs> No, because y'all do sound like you fastest. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out um, to Springs. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say that for me, if I was to put a title on my year, this would be my my like unpacking year. Like I've been getting to like the bottom of a lot of stuff, like putting two and two together on some things. Uh, and then once you put two together, you have the responsibility to now act on that. You can't just like, okay, now that I know what I know, and not move different. So I've been like knowing things and moving different. And so 
2022 is gonna be the year. Ah, 2022 is gonna be the year that we really move different, different. Mm. Okay, hold on, hold on. You, if we're not gonna label this this episode season year review or whatever, yeah, a great title would be. Now we're getting to the bottom of it. That that would be a great title. It was very intriguing. And then the other thing that you said, what was the last part that you said about 2022, uh, Darius? Uh, that's the year we moved different, different. Moving different. I don't know. It's up to y'all. It could be any of those, but those are all great. I love like during the episode and I just have kind of gotten to the point where I just say it. Uh, but it's like, those are all really good titles and they kind of tie everything in together. So we'll figure out which one that would be. I guess for the listeners, y'all figure out about whatever you click on the button. <laughs> exactly. they'll, they'll see it before they hear this. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's funny though. Nah, I like the idea of naming the year well of course we just did it like after the fact but hey maybe we should try to name the year before and then come back after the year to see like what it actually ended up being yeah so yeah, thinking about it i'm probably gonna go today because i probably head out a little bit i'm gonna uh, listen to the last year's year review just to kind of see where things kind of stand at or whatnot and to see if, like if we hit the things that we said we were going to or just what kind of what was said because it's been a long time. That's crazy. We've really been doing this podcast thing. Nah, for hey, that's that's smart that you said that. And I wish we would have thought about that before because we honestly could have pulled some clips from last year's. Maybe mm-hmm. going forward, we'll do that. Like pull some clips. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'm trying to think. Okay, all right. We talked a little bit about this last year. What about going forward? Like. Well, let's start. Yeah. What do y'all think the name of 2022 is going to be for y'all individually? Um, and what are things y'all are like looking forward to doing and accomplishing in 2022? Hmm. I'm going to say the year is going to be called execute. So mm-hmm. like clearly I said preparation. So mine would be execute. And I've I've been listening to so much Eric Thomas. Like all he talks about is execute, execute, execute. Y'all, please, if y'all don't follow ET the hip hop preacher on Instagram, please go do that. That that'll give you a daily dose between him and Inky Johnson. But just kind of execute on things I've been preparing for. Um what else could we have? Um I don't know where I'm moving, so hopefully I like <laughs> moving out to Arizona. So you know what I'm saying? Kind of get situated with that. And uh, it'd be a new place of getting acclimated to like a different kind of style of living because obviously it's a little bit different than the South. Y'all, I'm the last one still in the city in Columbia. So once we get out of here, we will all have evacuated Columbia. Shout out Columbia. Mecca. Not even Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Mm. So what what would you, oh, you said execution would be the name. Yeah, execute whatever, whatever is like in front of me. I would say it, but I gotta wait that it happens before I invest around to say it. Yeah. But just execute whatever everybody's been preparing for whatever and it should put you right where you need to be at. Mm. I like that. I like that. I think mine is honestly pretty similar. I think well, I said that last year or this year was like a, a sewing period. I think um this next year will be a little bit like sharpening the sword or like, you know, like iron sharpens iron. Like I think this is kind of like really getting the things that I need to do and my skills like in order so that I can go on like the rest of my life and be solid. Maybe not the rest of my life, maybe I'm thinking too long, but I think it'll be about really honing in on the skills that I already have, becoming a master of my craft. 
and yeah I just think that's the case in many different areas like not solely just like one I, I definitely want to be that way with um my career and stuff but I think that um is applicable to different areas of your life like you can you can be that way with family with friends that's definitely one of my um new year's resolutions or just one of those things that I want to get better at is being a better friend being a better just person in general to the people that are in my life um so yeah I think it's just about getting better and continuously getting better like slowly but surely so it'll be cool to see the progress that I make um over the course of the year and yeah um I don't know how many listeners are, are listening to this but yeah all y'all hold me accountable <laughs> I know you guys are Michelle, Michelle. Hey, it's like randomly, like at, let's say it's May, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Somebody like tweet down at your deck. Hey, Josh, what you doing? What you doing man? I know you're not slacking, bro. <laughs> That's good. Um, years, what you got? So my name of the year would be um, Sharpen the Sword. So for me, I think. It's similar, but also kind of the opposite where like, <laughs> it's not necessarily the execution that I need to work on. It's more so the preparation and like the build up to the execution. Uh, so I would say, and I hate, I kind of don't like this phrase because I feel like it gets overused, but like I would say my big thing for this year is going to be intentionality. Uh, just being intentional in like all my movements and just not just being out here just doing things because like, uh, this is just what I feel right now in this moment. Um, but everything has a purpose. Every move I make needs to have a purpose uh, to push me forward in some way, even if it's just like, a, okay, uh, I'm doing this just because I need to relax for the moment. Like, all right, but like the relaxing for a moment is for a moment. Like take your moments, but don't let those moments become days, weeks, months, you know? Mm. Uh, so yeah, and um, another thing that I really want to start doing, so I already set it up, uh, started to go to counseling. So that's going to be good as far as that is concerned, you know? working out some of those inner processes that kind of leads to, you know, not being as intentional as I want to be in some areas. Uh, I want to start like structuring my days a lot better um, in terms of, you know, like my morning affirmations. Like if I do like a podcast or something in the morning, something to get my mind going, like to start my days off and then, you know, go out, go throughout the world or whatever. Um, yeah, that's going to be the big thing for me, just being a lot more intentional in my movements. Uh, one thing, and one thing also that I learned in 2021 that I really want to carry into 2022, uh, certain things just don't need to be spoken on. Everything don't need to be announced, addressed. It's okay to just let things be what they are and go on about your day. Uh, and that energy has been really good for me. So we Likewise. carry that into 2022 as well. Hey, that's, that's a life lesson for the people who listen to Dominate the Decade. Darius out here preaching. What's yeah, that? Oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to pull a map. Uh, Drake once said, uh oh, uh oh, uh -oh. Wise man once said nothing at all. <laughs> oh, so hey, wise man once said nothing at all. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my mess around that might have to be the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, imagine like, imagine like a 45 minute episode of the podcast, and like the caption, the title is A Wise Man Once Said Nothing at All. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's real. That's real. Yeah. I was listening to, um, I've been listening to a lot of Drake, you know what I'm saying? 
uh, the past couple of weeks. And I guess we can kind of talk a little bit about music here for a second. But he said in one of those songs, I'm pretty sure it was old, so it might have been from Views or something. He said, I get paid to reminisce on like rec on a record. And I was like, that is a very good point. Because all he does is talk about his experiences. And a lot of times we have similar experiences, not clearly all of them. And it's like, he just does that for a living. We pay for it. We're happy to see it. I'm ready for him to go on concert. I know COVID's kind of been messing this thing up, but I know whenever he like goes on concert, you know, it goes crazy. And it's also like around the world too, because you know everybody kind of streams his music. Josh, speaking of which, I heard some Larry June the other day. Ooh, I was not expecting <laughs> that one. <laughs> hey, what were your thoughts? You, you like him or what? He was cold. He was on million... Uh, on million dollars worth of game with Gilly and Wallow, they play a they play some music at the very beginning of it, oh. and I think it was I'm pretty sure it was the episode with Kevin Garnett, and I heard that Larry Jude. I was like, what is this? And they said the name. I said, I gotta hit Josh up. So yeah. it was just a song, but it was cool. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey, he be spitting that heat on the track. I thought you were about to say that he was on um, Million yeah. Dollars Worth the Game, which I would have been like, bro, I would have been on that, like. Because I, I love listening to interviews of people that I like listening to their music, but I like hearing like what they actually be thinking and how they like approach things on a day to day. So I would have been on that. But hey, that's one podcast that I got turned on to this year. That's really good. Um, there's another one kind of like that. that yeah, I think I'll know the Drink Champs. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I got turned on to that by that Kanye episode, but they have some good guests on there, too. Um, Dang, are there any more podcasts that y'all that y'all like this year? Uh, you know, I'm listening, <laughs> I'm listening to Secrets of Success every week. Every week. I, I try to that's with Eric and his uh in his camp. Also, I listen to Off the Record with DJ Academics. That's a real popular one uh, right now, and it's obviously exclusively on Spotify. And I check, I think me and Josh are talking about this individually, but Joe Rogan, if I see a clip on YouTube. That is like that might be of interest to me. I'll sometimes go in that direction, but I think those are the only ones I consistently listen to. Yeah, um, a hard shift for me, because uh, I don't know. I listen to like a lot of like true crime. Like I'm just one of those type of people for some reason. Uh, so there's this one that's about like black serial killers. So like I listen to that one a lot. Uh, there's another one about black female serial killers that I listen to. Uh, yeah, this is what I listen to on like my drives back to like to Aiken. <laughs> so like I would listen just be listening to like the like most gruesome murders just like driving up and down the road. <laughs> um, conversely, again, another hard shift. Uh, I listened to this other podcast called um, In Hindsight. So it's basically this guy and he like talks about like all this like mindfulness and like how to become a better version of yourself, like get your like spirit and like all your chakras or whatever aligned. Not literally your chakras, that was just something I was saying. Uh, but yeah, so like those are my two extremes, just like murder or self-help. Hey, no, I really enjoy the self-help category of podcasts. Um, and that theme of podcasts that are kind of more so into the personal health and wellness and spiritual health and wellness, that's an area that I definitely want to grow in um, a little bit more, like your spiritual practice, because there's a lot of stuff that people talk about that. I see or either I, I consume it or digest it and I'm like, hmm, what is that? Or I'm like subconsciously just seeing that. I'm like, yo, that makes sense. <laughs> or wait, explain that one more time. So always looking to deepen the knowledge on when it comes to those things. So you might have to put me on. Oh, sure. 
and they're like 10, 15 minute podcasts. So I'll li- literally listen to them like on my way to work and then that's the episode. So it was a really good start to my day. Those are great because I think sometimes, uh, I don't know if y'all are, but I think subconsciously a lot of times people, they see an hour, like, that's going to be too long. And instead of like maybe like pausing it and playing it, sometimes people be like, ah, that's too long. But the 15 minute ones are great. I'll never, uh, Prince, the guy who said, I don't know if he's in y'all lane, but there's a guy named, I think his name is Prince O'Dell or Prince O'Donnell. He does yeah. life insurance. And so he said that he has said on one of his like little reels or whatever, he's talking about just using your car as your college. And by saying that, it's like, while you're in the car driving around, it's like, make sure you're bringing in good information and stuff. And you're almost like doing it like, you know, just in like a 10, 15 minute spare, but doing that for like, you know, years or at the time that really kind of compounds and uh, gets your mind right kind of where it needs to be at. So I definitely wanted to kind of drop that gem and y'all go do that what you need to. That's a gem for real, because like, I don't think we realize, like me being included, like, how much time we have throughout the day, like in between activities and if you're working or whatever. Um, but those times where you might be washing dishes or doing the laundry or taking a shower even, like you can listen to something really quick and hey, that's 15 minutes that you wouldn't have had before. And like you said, it kind of just compounds over the years. So you don't know how much information you can take in. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't listen to a lot of albums getting caught up on music, washing them dishes. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's almost like, uh oh, like you look at the dishes, it's like, let's go ahead and get a stack of them ready. So, therefore, by the time I'm done with this, I know something. So, hey, sure. there's something about that that feels good, though. Like, you feel accomplished whenever you can just sit there and wash some dishes, <laughs> listen to some music, man. I can't complain about it. Yeah, for sure. I think the good brother Darius lagged out. I don't know. i guess he'll probably just click that link but uh uh no there he goes there he goes um yo did y'all see did want to mention this guess we're talking about music for a second did y'all see corday's announcement for uh his album that he has coming out now i think from a bird's eye view it was like uh uh, who what did that resemble it was like uh the guy Um, who did apple right steve jobs steve jobs the introducing the iphone he did it like with the the album that was crazy when i saw it i was like that looks familiar but then i thought about the steve jobs thing i was like that's great and this this goes back to what we said so i guess it all goes full circle the creatives are winning right now like as a creative way to bring this out and uh obviously the people enjoy it we're just saying i got an album coming you know what i'm saying yeah yeah um then back to the the topic of podcasts um over the year, there was that falling out between um, Rory and Maul and um, what's his name? Joe Budden, the yep. Joe Budden podcast. Um, that's one podcast that I have been listening to, the Rory and Maul podcast. That's been cool to see how they like branched off. Um, I do listen to Million Dollars Worth of Game. Um, but there's this podcast, I think I mentioned it on here before, but it's called All In um, with Chamath Polyhapatia. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But he's the uh, CEO of SoFi, um, and he does like angel investing. That's one podcast that started this year, but also um, just gives me so much information. I like any information source. So if you're into just like talking about um, financial markets, politics, just things going on in the world, technology, definitely technology investing. um, That's a good one, too. Um, since we're talking about technology here real quickly, I was listening to Gary V before we kind of got started. 
And I just want to kind of drop these dimes on everybody and just so y'all make sure y'all go look it up because he said it's definitely something that you want to pay attention to coming into the future. He was saying with the world, the way that the world is uh, going, you definitely want to pay attention or at least spend some time, maybe like 15, 10 minutes a day trying to understand what NFTs, he said blockchain, theorem, and a smart contracts are. So y'all, if you got some free time, Google it, try to figure it out because he said we're definitely kind of moving in that direction. You kind of want to be a part of it as much as possible. Yeah, hey, Matt, list those again. You said NFTs. Yeah, NFTs. He said the blockchain theorem. theorem? Ethereum. Yeah, Ethereum and a smart contracts because he says those are definitely going to be kind of big things here in the future. And if you can get ahead of it, go ahead and do so. Yeah. So, and, I'm sorry. No, I was going to ask, like, to that point, because uh, y'all know I don't know anything about anything that's not like paper money. But, um, <laughs> So what are some good like resources for people that y'all know of to like kind of like start getting this like base of knowledge together? That's a good question. I, I was just about to say um, to your point, um, Matt, yeah, to the audience out there, write those down because we are definitely planning on having an intro episode into crypto, blockchain, NFTs, all of that. Um, still TBD on when that's going to be, but we definitely want to provide that out there. Um, that's also been one development over this year. Like just that industry has blown up and it's definitely been something that I've been interested in for a while. And to see the development has been really cool. But in terms of resources, podcasts, podcasts are great. There's this podcast called D Gentlemen of Crypto. It's actually a guy out of Charlotte um, who runs that with another guy. Um, they talk about a whole bunch of news when it comes to crypto, blockchain, um, that industry. Um, I mean, just being curious on the internet in general, like Google search and anything, like all those things you just said, Matt, like what is Ethereum? What are smart contracts? What is Bitcoin? What is blockchain? Like very simple. And um, it, to come at it with like a simple mindset of like, what is this? That's a really good way to I feel like build that foundation. Um, another YouTube, Matt, that's your thing, but YouTube is definitely great for learning anything out there, but specifically for some of this new age technology. Um, so yeah, between those things, like always asking different questions. If you know someone like, hey, are you trying to explain this to me? Just being an information sponge, I feel like it's the best way to go. Curiosity, that's good. That's good. Curiosity is real. Because uh, as long as you stay curious about kind of what's going on and always asking why or what, we kind of have the internet in our hands. I think earn your leisure, and I think we've discussed earn leisure multiple times, but you can pretty much at this point kind of type in earn your leisure for most things dealing with financial whatever uh, these days, and they have at least a topic or a clip about it, and it's very digestible in my opinion. Uh, so I definitely, I haven't listened to them quite as much as of recently, but earn your leisure is definitely, and I think one of the guys is actually a teacher, and so I love listening to teachers talk about stuff they're trying to teach you about, because although they may not be teaching English anymore, they have a teacher's attitude towards like kind of getting that information out. And so therefore like, it's like, okay, do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's like, okay, cool. So definitely check out Earn Your Leisure. Uh, shout out to guys. I think they were like, like a world tour or something. They, I think they said their goal is for, and I don't know if this is gonna happen necessarily, but the people giving information to be seen like the celebrities. That's their goal. And it's like, it's like they're saying you have, and those guys have become more popular and whatnot, but it's like, so we need to champion them like you champion the rappers and stuff. But it's like this, everybody can do. It's only a certain amount of people on this planet that can be successful in, you know, entertainment, whether it's sports or rap, hip hop, you know, all the different things. And, and to 
go full circle here. It's crazy that you say that because I think that Earn Your Leisure is a prime example that we are in this renaissance right now of specifically speaking to Black, um, the Black culture, which we talk to most of the time. Um, but speaking from a Black point of view, it seems like our culture is or has made a shift towards more conscious things, more like, okay, I'm going to look at other people that are giving information, information that can help me as these type of celebrities, as these type of people that I would want to follow. So I do think that we are trending towards that and um, mediums like Earn Your Leisure definitely help with that. Um, but to think about all the growth that they've had, I don't know when they started. I think I got turned on to them maybe at the beginning of last year. Um, but they've blown up. I think they're the number one business podcast. Like, really? I think so, yeah. Jeez. I, I know they're up there. I know they're up there. But to think about how um, how they got started, they talk about it all the time. Like they started on their couch with like their phone or whatever. Hey, shout out to Dominic Decade. Hopefully we okay one time. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's also another podcast um, called Millionaire Mindsets that I listen to a whole bunch um, yeah. to see their growth too. Like they're in studios and stuff right now. And I remember listening and they were just starting out like on their couch again, like doing anchor and stuff. So I don't know, man, it's, it's crazy to think how much things can change over the years, but you can definitely see that with how much uh, earn your leisure has blown up. I need to buy some of their apparel. I think they have apparel. And I really like to support places like that, uh, support different things. Because they say nowadays we live in a time where you kind of wear what you support a lot of times. Like I have like Killer Mike and this, this, this that, and the third. So definitely want to try to buy some of their apparel and uh, support what they got going on over there. I'm trying to figure out where I can get this hoodie that Darius got on, honestly. So actually, it's funny that you say that. So, um, so I'm wearing a, none of y'all can, none of the listeners can see it. But uh, so at FSU, they do this thing called Market Wednesday, where basically they'll have like uh, a bunch of like off-campus vendors or like student organizations. They'll come and like to sell merchandise. Uh, it's kind of like a farmer's market. So some of them will have like food, some of them will have like clothes and stuff. And so this is like a, a, a black owned like clothing uh, brand out of, I think, Orlando. Um, and so, yeah, I like the hoodie and I got another one in green too. Uh, and then it's matching pants to go with it. But uh, yeah, yeah, some uh, pretty floss stuff. I'm gonna make sure we tag them on some of the uh, social posts or whatever we do for this episode, for sure. Oh yeah. We got to give it some merch, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be dripped out in that. What does it say, Fly World? Yep. Yeah, no, that's hard though. When I first saw it, I was like, I don't know, is that one of Kanye's album covers or something? It kind of resembles it. I don't know if it's Kanye's, it was somebody. I'm like, is that? For some reason, Kanye or uh, Lil Uzi kind of comes to mind. Yeah. Let's see here. There's one of them. But yeah, so I know it's one of these album covers. I'm not going to get stuck here. I'm not gonna it kind of looks a little bit like graduation, a little bit. That's what I think I thought of when I thought yeah. of, yeah. I'm thinking of something different. I'm kind of thinking of friends. We're, we're definitely going to have to source the, the hoodie now because we've been talking about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of something like friends, but it looks hard nonetheless. It might be friends. It might be friends. Yeah, so yeah. All right, guys. Is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? Are we about to put 2021 in the books? Put it in the books, stamp it, and let's move to 2022. See what it has to offer. As the great Bill Belichick says, we're on to 2022. For sure. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, yeah. I think that's about it. Wrapping it up. Yeah, I'm good.
Amen. Another one in the books. Glad that we all had seven and above years. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, go ahead, Tony. Hopefully we can finish it off with some on some nines. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, but uh, thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of Dominate the Decade. We will see, well, guess y'all hear from us in the new year. <laughs> we out. Peace. Adios. Yeah. Yeah. So we go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a walking Bennett nigga. I should be a LC. I keep shooters who on point with me, just like on CP3. I was up in Bushwick with this blinky like on 22G. Tripping out this cyber cell, sometimes I put my mind at ease. Pull up with this rifle like on Devin Booker, number net. Told the mama I ain't even trying to smash you, I want number net. Told these folks that I ain't flying commercial, I do number jets. If any art survive when we slide, then he consider blessed.